millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Hello, everyone. Just before starting this episode, I would like to say a very special thank you to all of the people who have entered my competition, which is entitled Your English Podcast. I've received about 80 recordings in total, and very soon you'll be able to listen to them all and then vote for your favourites. So hold on, because the special competition podcasts are coming soon. But for now, let's get started with this episode, which is number 210. Let's go. Hello and welcome to Luke's English Podcast. How are you? I hope that you're well. Hello to all my long-term listeners or lepers, as you are affectionately known. Why is he calling them lepers, you might be thinking? Well, that's Luke's English Podcasters or Luke's English Podcast people or lepers, if you were wondering that. Um, If you're new to this podcast, then welcome. This is a podcast specifically designed for learners of English. My name is Luke. It's my podcast. That's why it's called Luke's English Podcast. I am an English teacher and a comedian from London. And with this podcast, I aim to help you improve your English while also entertaining you and hopefully making you laugh a little bit in the process. I have loads of listeners from all around the world. So welcome to the community of Luke's English Podcast people or lepers. Welcome to the leper community. Welcome to the club. I sincerely hope that you enjoy the podcast and that it helps you to get a grip on your English by practicing some proper, authentic listening. Don't forget to visit teacherluke.co.uk where you can get lots more information, including how to download the podcast, how to, fi- how to find the archive of over 200 previous episodes, how to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, and how to find transcripts and notes for episodes of this magical, wonderful, fantastic, exceptional, modest, and unashamedly self-promoting free podcast. Um, let me tell you about today's guest. Sometimes I have guests on the show, and we just have a free-flowing conversation in English for your enjoyment and listening practice. Today, my guest is a very funny friend of mine called Noman Hosni. Let me tell you a little bit about him. Noman was born in France, but he has a multinational background. His father is from Tunisia. His mum is from Iraq. He spent much of his childhood growing up in Switzerland. And these days, he's spending more and more time in London, where he works as a professional stand-up comedian. A lot of my guests are comedians, as you may have noticed. And no man regularly entertains audiences in French in Paris, and now in English in the UK too. 
I think he's a very funny guy indeed. He always entertains me whenever I see him performing on stage, and I'm very happy to have him on the podcast in this episode. The plan is just to have a bit of a chat with with Noman Hosni, but also to find out about his background, his learning English experiences, and some of the funny misunderstandings that he's had when trying to speak to people in English. Um, Now, before we go any further... Let's talk for a moment about English, shall we? No Man is a similar case to Yassine from episode 182, if you remember him. Now, I've invited No Man onto the podcast in this episode, even though, admittedly, his English is not perfect, because, well, I'm just impressed by him as a learner of English, and I generally just enjoy his company. I think that's enough as a justification. I don't really need to justify having particular guests on my show, do I? No, I don't. But nevertheless, here are a few things that occur to me when I think about No Man and his approach to learning English. And these are just a few things that you could consider if you wanted to while listening to this episode. All right. So um, No Man knows that he has he has to learn English by actively using it to achieve something. And he does this by not only performing stand-up in English, but also just by by going out of his way to have conversations in English, even if he gets into some slightly embarrassing situations and misunderstandings sometimes. And you'll have to listen to the rest of this podcast episode to find out more about that. Uh, So the point is, um, he doesn't mind making a fool of himself sometimes, because he realises that the reward is a more rapid improvement in his English. He's prepared to go out of his comfort zone in order to develop his English skills. Um, He's really serious about learning English, but he approaches it with a sense of play. I mean, he's aware of the value of just playing around in English. Sometimes just fooling around and having fun when you're learning a language is a great way to break down a lack of confidence that you might have. The point is, there's nothing really to be afraid of because we're just having fun. And that's quite a good attitude that you can adopt, I think, when practicing your speaking. It allows you to open up, to improvise, and just to enjoy expressing yourself with the language. Um, No man is uh, serious about learning English, but he doesn't take himself too seriously. And I think that really helps with his confidence. I think he's really funny, although that is subjective, but I'm not the only one in finding him funny. He's a, he's a professional. Um, I think he's very funny, even if his English is not 100% perfect. So what that means to me is that he's already achieving a lot in English, and he doesn't let his mistakes hold him back. So it, it kind of proves that you don't need to just wait until your English has got to what you might consider to be sort of a proficient or perfect level, uh, that you can still do things in English Uh, even if your English isn't perfect. So his English might not be absolutely 100% perfect, but he is already communicating successfully. I mean, he's making people laugh, he's he's networking, having conversations with people, and so on. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't try to avoid making errors. I'm not saying that errors are all okay. Of course, you've got to try and iron out your mistakes in order to improve. And yes, no man does make a few language errors in our conversation, as you might notice. Uh, That's certainly not a crime or anything, and it's all part of the learning process, as you know. But I am going to correct his mistakes at the end of this episode, so that you can all learn from any errors that he makes. I asked him if he minded that, and he said he was fine with it, and in fact that he thought it would actually be quite funny. 
Okay, so fine. Let's let's embarrass no man by correcting all his errors at the end of this episode, shall we? Um, no, he really doesn't mind, actually. So if you do notice errors in no man's speech, don't worry, because you will hear error correction and language feedback after our conversation. Do keep listening all the way until the end, because the language feedback will be really useful to listen to, because you can learn from no man's errors. Um, I'll try to make sure the podcast doesn't go on for too long, so I'll keep the language analysis brief yet insightful, and any minute now I'm going to stop talking and let you listen to our conversation, okay? So hold tight, enjoy the interview, and stick around for the error correction at the end. And no man, if you're listening, do pay attention at the end. You might learn to avoid a few uh, common errors. And, uh, And next time you can help me with my French, or even my Arabic pronunciation, Okay? All right, it's a deal. And I'm assuming that you've said yes to that deal, by the way, No Man. What I'm saying is, No Man, you owe me a French lesson, all right? Whether you like it or not. Okay. Right, everyone. So enjoy the episode. That's the interview and then the language feedback afterwards. All right? Good. Cheers. Here it is. Here's the interview. It's going to start right now. Now. <laughs> Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. With me right now, here in the apartment, is none other than Mr... Noman Husney. Here he is. Yes, I am. Is that the right way to pronounce your name? Noman? Noman. Noman? Noman? Noman. Noman. Noman in Arabic. Noman? <laughs> oh, man, you did like great. For the fr- <laughs> this is the first time I see that. Really? <laughs> yeah, normally oh, when I say Noman uh, to a European guy, you go... <laughs> well, no one, no one realizes, but I am fluent in Arabic. I just keep it a secret. Wow. So just, for my, <laughs> just for my special government missions that I do sometimes. But no, let's not talk about let's that Let's keep now. that secret. Yeah, let's keep that as secret as possible because um, I wouldn't want to reveal it. It would endanger... Well, you know, the whole population of the United Kingdom. So, Noman Hosni. Yeah. Here you are. Yes. You're yeah. on Luke's English Podcast. Uh, so happy to be here and uh, I, I appreciate your microphone. I really, because I can smell the saliva, a lot of comedians came here before. Yes. A lot of people. Uh, I can only recognize the girls. <laughs> but uh, there's a lot of girls. Uh, Sarah Donnelly. Yeah. 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 Sarah, Sarah spoke M- into that microphone. Molly. Yes. Uh, Oh my God, I can recognize some men too, but I will keep that as a secret. It's best not to talk about that. But you, you're picking up the, the smells of uh, the different guests I've had, but you can only recognize the female ones. Yeah. I wonder why that is, no man. Let's not uh, <laughs> let's not answer that question uh, right here and now on Luke's English Podcast. But yes, you're right. You, you're correct. Uh, Sarah Donnelly was Yeah, I, okay. Molly, with, Molly Martinez yeah. as well. Great. You're not picking up Amber Minogue? Amber, right, Amber. You didn't notice that one, though? No, but I think she, she was talking far away from the mic. Okay, that's mm-hmm. the only reason why yeah. uh, you didn't notice the the, <laughs> the distinct uh, smell of Amber Minogue. Uh, anyway, um, interesting that we've already started um, by talking, re- talking Now you, you yes. are recording? Yes, we're very so much recording. So what I said before is... On the records. So. Well, the stuff about um, the smells of different female guests that I've yeah, had. Yeah, so you, you, you can on, cut uh, this. I could cut this. Um, <laughs> I won't. Uh, that's going to be that's going to be d- um, saved online forever. Now, okay. okay. Um, I hope you're okay with that. <sighs> Do I have a choice? 
Um, not really. I mean, this is Luke's English podcast, and I I so call the shots around here. You are if, the master. If you want to, if you you know, if you feel particularly strongly about something you've said on here, and you don't want it to be uh, broadcast around the world forever, mm-hmm. then you could <laughs> around. You could yeah, t- it's going viral around the world. It's, I know your podcasts are totally viral, actually. Well, they're not that. Vi- <laughs> they're not as viral as they could be. I think that microphone might be a little bit viral, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> considering the number of guests who've uh, you know spoken into it in the past um yeah. But you know that's what we're just trying you to get do. anyone from Nigeria or uh, something. No, not 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 yet. Don't worry. Um, you, you're, I know you're concerned about picking up some sort of famous disease or yeah. some description. No, it's fine. It's safe. This is a this is a safe place, no man. Nothing okay. to worry about here. So it's it's nice to have you on the podcast. It's nice to be here. How do we know each other? Uh, by the comedy circuit yes. in Paris. Yeah. About talking in English in front of French people. <laughs> <laughs> How is that? I mean, uh, you're, so you're a stand-up comedian. Are you are actually a professional stand-up in French. Yeah. I saw you on TV once. Yeah. I was just sitting there with my girlfriend watching a bit of telly. And uh, it was the Mont- uh, Montreal Comedy Festival. Montreux yeah. Comedy Festival. That's in Switzerland. Huge yeah. comedy festival, massive audience. It was on like TV on a Wednesday evening or something at 9 p.m. Yeah. We were watching like the French stand ups. I was trying to understand them. I couldn't. I was like, I'm not convinced they're funny. Anyway, um, then suddenly you were the next comedian on stage. If you can picture this, ladies and gentlemen, uh, a huge kind of comedy show with in front of a massive audience in a theater. And No Man arrives. And there's a kind of a staircase which leads from the back of the stage. It's quite a high staircase. Oh, I remember this. And the comedians are supposed to walk down the staircase with all the music. You know, it's kind of like, and ladies and gentlemen, please welcome onto the stage, No Man Hosni. And normally what happens is the people walk down and they're sort of waving to the audience and it takes them Ah. about 30 (laughs) seconds and they get to the microphone. Hello. But what did you do? I jumped. You just jumped. Yeah, I jumped. You know, the thing is, I was... uh I was there, I, I, um, I was discovering the stage, I was with a friend, I said, you know what, I bet you some money that I can jump from the, uh, from the balcony, yeah. and he said, you never be able to do that, <laughs> I said, bet, okay, and uh, just uh, before the show, they, because it was live, it was yeah. live on TV, yeah. I was on the balcony, oh my god, it's very high, because from, <laughs> da- from downstairs, it don't look so high, but when I was up, it looked high, and uh, one of my, uh, and they say. Man, it's you in 10 seconds. You have to be you're alive in 10 seconds. Yeah. And uh, I see the balcony so high. I said, now I have to jump. My my heart was totally, I don't know. Excuse me for my English first. Because you have to learn English. Yeah. But me too. So if you want to improve your English by listening to me, you're not in the good <laughs> podcast <laughs> right now. <laughs> we'll come on to that in a moment. So one of my friends say, said, uh, man, if you broke your leg, just stay down. <laughs> just don't move just don't try to do your comedy and I was there and I said okay let's jump and I was impressed by myself that I have nothing I said yeah hello I was yeah it was amazing I mean you, you, you leapt from the balcony and I seeing it on TV I mean it's a big drop I mean I think you probably under you underestimated it I, yeah, I could totally. see in your eyes you fell a lot longer than you thought you would you were in the air for a, for yeah, a second I, or something dur- during the fall I remember that I had the, the time to think whoa it's a long time <laughs> so, as the air you, was rushing yeah. past <laughs> when you can this think about it fall. hey I'm falling for a long time now. <laughs> it is not good. <laughs> yeah, that's right. If you have time to think when you're in the air, yeah. then that's too lo- it's too far. 
Yeah, but you landed it, boom, onto the stage, and you kind of carried it off quite cool, and you, you picked up the microphone, and you were very funny. I thought it was a brilliant intro. I was very impressed. Yeah. But So you're a professional comic in French, but uh, you're also doing it in English, along with a few other people here in, in Paris. Um, and um, so, so more and more you're doing stand-up in English. What's it like doing it in English? First of all, I want to say that I my, my first gig paid in English. Did uh, you had your first paid gig? Yeah. When, when was that? 200 euros. Wow. It's small, but it was great. Congratulations. I have to, to mention the, the yeah. amount of money. No, I will not say from <laughs> where and everything. And <laughs> maybe the people who hire me don't know that and say, man, we were <laughs> his first employer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the secret's out now. No, yeah. man, I can edit that if you really want me to. You know, I know in France it's, it's sort of not very polite to mention the figure how, yeah. how much money is not really normal i don't care about this really yeah okay if you put it in air, i will kill you <laughs> <laughs> okay no, no, that's, uh. that's okay and uh, i was so proud of myself in fact to 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 be to to be seen as a professional in english yeah and listen how my english is good so i was like really they're gonna pay me to speak in english in front of an english audience and uh it went went good i remember my, my one of my first gig uh, i was trying to to put a lot of energy by um erase to remove my my french accent uh-huh. and uh but i do a lot of mistakes so uh, i i write everything and i've learned it to to be sure there's no mistakes in my english mm-hmm. and uh, i say to the host don't tell to the crowd that i'm from France or I speak French or thing like that. Just say the next on stage is yeah. and my name and that's it. Yeah. So I did my best to get an English accent. Yes. You know, you drop the T. What? What? It's not. It's not available. You think like this? Okay, it's pretty good. Yeah. And uh, after the show, a guy came to me. He said, "Man, your 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 gig was great, and I want to say that your impersonation of the French accent was brilliant." <laughs> I say, "Oh my god." <laughs> So they all thought that you were pretending to be French. Which yeah. Is, is that a good thing or a bad? I mean, in a sense, they, they assumed that you were not French and that you were pretending to be French, but then that doesn't say much for your English accent. Then, yeah, I, I don't know how, how I, I could take this. In fact, he said me that and I say, I fail. <laughs> I just think I failed. <laughs> but you made the audience laugh. That's maybe yeah, the most important. That's the most important thing. Yeah, you're right. So tell me about the, f- the, the way in which you're learning English. Obviously, we know it's very important for you to improve your English because you are more, you're doing more and more gigs in England and you're going to London regularly and you've got an agent in the UK now, I believe. Yeah. And um, so you're, you're kind of like moving towards uh, performing in English all the time and stuff. So what's your, what's your way of improving? your English uh, got two, two different way quite the same in fact is uh, watching TV in English and uh, this is uh, for an English guy watching TV is a waste of time yeah and for me <laughs> it, it's just cool so that's great yeah I can watch TV and uh, feel a l- less guilty about watching TV okay. because I'm learning and uh, I'm, I'm watching like uh, at the beginning of my my learning process I was watching like uh, between two and five movies a day Really? Yeah. Maybe I should be uh, learning English as well. Well, obviously, I already speak English, but maybe I can. Sort of <laughs> say, yeah, I'm watching five movies. Why? I just I felt like I needed to imp- improve my vocabulary. Yeah, exactly. It sounds like an excuse to watch movies to me. But maybe it does it. Well, I know. I'm sure it works, right? The problem is there's a lot of different movies and a lot of different accents, and you know, 
I was not raised by an English person yeah. who got an accent and I take his accent yes. without noticing it. Yeah. So uh, I just mix all... Because if I'm watching Game of Thrones, yeah. I got this accent. Me dad? You're talking about me dad? Yeah. Like that? Winter is coming. Winter is coming. He's, like it's, like it's, this? Uh, but Sean Bean. So yeah, it, Sean Bean, man. This guy, I love him. Yorkshire. I like him as an actor yeah, and <laughs> maybe, maybe you love maybe you love him as a man as well and I understand I understand no man it's fine he's very he's very handsome he's yes, a handsome guy he's very butch he's yeah. got a very nice beard yeah I love his uh, masculinity yeah masculinity that's, that's right that's is it the term masculinity yeah yes and um, if you're watching a, a, a series a TV series like 24 uh-huh. it's totally different I remember an episode because in French uh, great means super Super great. Yeah. Super great. And I remember this episode where sometimes some episodes disturb me because I remember this episode where Jack Bauer said to the President of the United States, Mr. President, you are in a great danger. <laughs> and now I was like, what is a great danger? Maybe they will force him to go in the roller coaster. Woo, it's a yeah. great danger. You were right. Something like this. <laughs> I love this kind of danger. <laughs> so I was like, uh, well, some terms are confusing. And of course, I'm watching a lot of comedy in English. Yes. Because there's some term who's kind of there doesn't exist in the dictionary. Slang. Slang stuff, yeah. Yeah, all the slang stuff. And uh, it's cool for me to learn all the slang stuff. Yeah. You can learn it from comedy. I mean, it's sort of... Uh, the thing about stand-up is that, you know, they have to speak in a very direct way and, and they're using language that is very up-to-date and modern and, yeah, loads of slang yeah, stuff that you don't get from textbooks. Exactly. It depends on the character that you're going to do because in comedy, it's a lot of... It's about character, and sometimes you're just uh, pretending you're someone else. Because uh, I was talking to my teacher, my, my teacher, and my teacher said to me, "You take another voice, but you have to choose your vocabulary because the vocabulary of a teacher is yeah. not the same of the vocabulary if you uh, uh, make a kid. The yeah. kid will talk in a certain way. So yeah. I have to to be to be cool with the vocabulary." Right. So what you're saying is that when you're doing stand up in English, sometimes you need to do different characters and voices. You need to be able to do the exactly. English. Mm. The, you need to use appropriate English for those people. So you need to have like an understanding of what formal English sounds like, what kind of what a child would speak like in English, and all yeah. these other things. Exactly. So you can get that actually from listening to comedy or watching comedy because there are so many different varieties of English being used in people's shows. Yeah, and right. The, the most the vocabulary the vocabulary sorry is not the same if you're talking if you want to do irony it's yeah. not the same if you want to it's a, a, a certain type of vocabulary to do mm. the irony yeah and uh, the tonality of the words are different and uh, everything you, you do it naturally in french yeah i do it naturally in french yeah but in english i have to to think about it before yeah. You need to get to know all the different rhythms because ultimately like these different intonation patterns or Accent, phrases, yeah. accents, they can be used as tools in your comedy. Ex you can use them for, for like making jokes and stuff. So you have to masterize all the things. When you speak in public, you have to masterize all the tools. Ma you have to master all the tools. You see Sorry. how good I am in English. I felt like it, you know <laughs> I had to just throw in the correction there. I mean, you know, yeah, uh, sometimes I do some mind. mistakes in purpose just to check your uh, your right. English level if you can be a teacher <laughs> or not. But you can. You're just checking my qualifications. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to throw in the word mas <laughs> masterize and see uh, see if he can uh, correct it. Yeah, sometimes I have in the past wondered about my students if mm -hmm. they're doing that. If they're like kind of just checking that, uh, you know, <laughs> or I'm, I'm they a good do enough the, the teacher. Mistaken purpose or not, you yeah, have it's to like, we're going to throw in a mistake here just to see if the teacher's uh, listening. 
I'm sure, maybe I'm just paranoid, but I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if sometimes sometimes I do some very basic mistakes. Like uh, you see, um, the future is expressed by will. I will do that. Uh huh. And uh, if you're uh, the negative is won't. All right. But it happened for me to say willn't. <laughs> willn't. <laughs> it's not correct at all. Mm, and yeah. uh, once I was in the train, and I, I w- the, the guy next to me, I see his. He has a book in English. So, oh, an English guy. I'm going to try to to speak with him uh-huh. to improve my English. Okay. And at a point I say, willn't. And he was like, and he end, he said to me after that he understood my willy went. Don't tell me where your willy. Don't, I don't, don't want to know where your willy's been. I don't know where your willy's going to go. Uh, just don't tell me about your willy. And you're like, no, I would, no, I didn't mean that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got a lot of things like this. I was in the taxi cab and uh, in London, and I, uh, uh, it's the first time I, I I went in London to do a gig in English. Okay. And uh, the cab bring me to the airport to go in Paris and um, or oh, Switzerland. I, re- I don't remember, but during the the time, I was talking about him about Ricky Gervais. Okay. And uh, we're talking about Ricky Gervais, and I say, Ricky Gervais is funny. He seems to be not very agree with me, something like that. And at the end of the trip, in fact, he don't understand Ricky Gervais. Oh, he didn't know who you were talking no, to, no, talking no. about. He, th- he thought that I was talking about British Airways. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, this British Airways are, are really funny. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, I really I mean, oh, I got problem with my accent. So, I, when I say I improve my English... I mean it. I yeah. really improved my English because Ricky Gervais, the guy understood British Airways. Yeah, that's a so pretty that's good one. totally different. So you were kind of going, oh, you know what? Uh, I really love uh, British Airways. I just uh, <laughs> always love to watch British Airways on TV. He's thinking, British Airways have got a TV show. I must have missed that one anyway. Yeah, I just love like all, I love I love the uh, I love the different uh, car- you know, different sort of accents that uh, British Airways do. It's like what? <laughs> and the thing when I realized he understood British Airways. I don't want to correct him because it's a <laughs> fail for me. So <laughs> no, we were, for one hour we were talking about Ricky Gervais. So I, I don't want to correct him. So I said, yeah, yeah, British Airways. In goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Ah <laughs> oh dear, this sort of thing happens all the time, you know, to 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 people when they're learning languages. And that's cool because this is material for my comedy too. Because yeah. what 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 happened in my life? It's a perfect thing for my comedy in. Each time I go to London, it happens something like this. Yeah. Each time. Each That's, time. It's very good. Oh, well, in the train. In the train. Mm-hmm. And there are a bunch of ladies, and they're French, yeah. and I was alone in the train. And one of them in French, yeah. she said, oh, Il est trop mignon, le mec. She said, oh, The guy is so cute. But in French, I can't, I can't understand. She's, she thought I'm, I'm British. Yeah. And you were like, Yay! Yeah. I said, Yeah, that's cool. And after she came to talk with me, yeah. And I don't want to embarrass her. <laughs> so I was trying to fake <laughs> a British accent. <laughs> how long uh how long did you manage to keep it up? Oh, it was very very short, but uh, I if you want to see the, the end of the story, come to see the French Fried Comedy Night hey, <laughs> every a, Tuesday. There's a, the plug, there's a plug for you. Really, yeah. if you turned that into a story in, for for the yeah. stage, yeah? yeah. Yeah, So you can't tell us the story now. We have to wait now. Yeah, it's like uh, it's an advertising for the show. Okay. That's great. I put some advertising like this. Very good. A little plug. A little plug. Thank yeah. you for the new term yeah, that you that's put in my vocabulary. That's, that's definitely the term. He's just plugging the French fried comedy night. Which, if you're in town, folks, some of you might know about this already. Some of you have actually already been 
So those of you who have come, well done. You've made the right choice. Yeah. Good we decision. are in Paris, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because uh, the show is in Paris. That's right. At the moment. And, uh, at the moment, we're in Paris. But yeah. maybe you will listen to this podcast in two days, three days, one month, two years. Yeah. And uh, maybe... We were not. So it's an advertising for the moment. Yes. I mean. Yeah. Right now, as we say, as we're recording this, the show is. Tonight. Tonight. It's every Tuesday night in uh, a place called Le Panam. Yeah. In uh, near, near Republique. In Goncourt. 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 Oh, your Arabic accent is better than your <laughs> French accent. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, my French is not very good, I have to say. No, man. I've been here for two years. I experience the same kind of stuff that you do, except um, um, like less with less frequency, because I still kind of struggle to get past, you know... Hello, I'd like some bread, please. And and but y- you will succeed. You know what? Uh, two years ago, I can't imagine that I'm that I will have this conversation with you and understand yeah. every word you say. Yeah. I understand. I'm in the conversation. I'm yeah. talking with you. For me, it's yeah. amazing. For me, tell me about two years ago. Then, like, how oh did you? God. How d- just tell me about how you felt the first time in English. Just when you were speaking English to people, how did it feel at, at that level? <laughs> Uh, even one year ago, I was bad. And yeah. the, the, sometimes they, they ask me a question and I don't, I don't get it. So, but I don't want to say I don't get, I didn't get it. So I, I keep talking about another subject and then, okay, he's strange or <laughs> anything like this. <laughs> the first time, my first gig in English was, uh, Leicester Square, the comedy store in London. And uh, it was, uh, the gong show Monday. Right. Now for the, for the listeners who don't know, the comedy store is, you know, the, the top comedy venue in in london it is and every monday they have a show called the gong show and it's really tough yeah basically do you want to explain yeah they they explain okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll explain um it, what you have is um uh new comics come out or comics who, who are not new but they want to try out new stuff they come out onto the stage now the audience is full of uh, 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 f- full of people and the idea of the show is that each comic has two minutes right yeah two or three minutes two or three minutes yeah. and um, the organisers of the show have handed out red flags into the audience yeah. right and any time someone in the audience who has a red flag doesn't like what you're doing they can put the red flag in the air and if there are what three red flags I think yeah I don't remember exactly but I think it's three and they gave five I don't remember exactly, but sometimes some gigs are like 20 seconds. Yeah. So basically, if three red flags go up in the audience, then gong, they ring a bell and you're off the stage. You yeah. have to leave. Exactly. And they're not kind at all. Yeah. I mean, it's like if you do that in France, I think give him a shot. Give him a chance. Kind of give thing. him a chance. Yeah. yeah. Uh, English crowd are more easy to laugh. Yeah. But they're more uh but hecklers. They they got this culture about heckling and yes. things like this. In France it's not so so like this. What's what's heckling by the way Because people might not know. Okay, heckling is when you do a comedy and sometimes uh you you are doing your gig and sometimes you got a a, a heckler, a guy yeah. who's very not kind. Yeah. Oh god, not funny. Not funny. Shut up. Yeah, something like this. So it's like, hello, everybody. Um, so, uh, anyway, ooh, not funny. Um, like so, uh, anyone ever take the underground? Uh, because uh, hey, <laughs> I was on the underground uh, the yes. other day, and it's like, tell us a joke. You know, yeah, that exactly. Kind of thing. This is heckling. This is heckling. And uh, of course, you have to get 
some bullets for people like this. Right. Okay? Not, not real bullets, I imagine. Bullet jokes. Right. Yeah. Com- not- comebacks. Yeah, comebacks. Okay. And uh, I don't know. Sometimes I use a French expression. I don't know if you say bullet in English, but... Well, in- well, we say bullet, of course, as the thing that comes out of a gun when you shoot it, but we don't use the word bullet as a way as a way of talking about a comeback. Okay. You know, so <laughs> so that you tried to translate from French there and it um, came out. It yeah, works. And I now mean, I realize I realize that French is quite aggressive language sometimes. <laughs> I suppose so. Yeah. Uh, you say you say for example when you are annoying I want to say when you are annoying someone in France, uh-huh. you can say uh it means you break the balls you break my balls right you are breaking my balls You're breaking my balls well we say that in english too but only certain people say that that's uh the it's french people italian <laughs> italian american gangsters from well, you are breaking my balls hey you're breaking my fucking balls over here oh, you know if you're if, great impersonation if, of the italian accent it's uh like the sopranos <laughs> it, it is no man it is it's a brilliant impersonation um you I'm may agree, not i'm agree well you, i'm, you, I'm you, you may not have seen goodfellas but uh i can assure you that that's yeah i've seen the movie you have the okay. problem is i've seen the movie in french ah it's okay. silly not cool I, I i need to see all the movies i've seen in french and english you gotta see Goodfellas, Martin Scorsese. That is. Les Affranchis, en français. Les Affranchis. Yeah. Really? Yeah. There's a name of a, that's the name of a restaurant over the road of, from from this apartment. I yeah, never realized now that. You know. I never realized that was such a it's cool a mafia restaurant. restaurant. Really? Mm-hmm. They seem so nice in there. Mm-hmm. They always look nice. Okay. But they kill people. <laughs> Every time someone kills people, and after, you know, all the press come, oh, it was a very nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> they look nice, but in fact, they're killers. It's just a cover. It's just a yeah. front. He said good morning every time. He was a nice guy. Yeah. I can't believe he killed the guy. I can't believe he, he buried people under the <laughs> restaurant. Um, uh, so, okay, so it was very difficult in the beginning and so on, but nowadays you're feeling more confident. What I was going to say is that, uh, okay, there were moments when, for example, you were talking talking to someone and uh, you didn't understand what they said and you just carried on anyway and pretended. Yeah. That's actually, I mean, obviously that's a bit risky, but in a way, the the worst thing you could do is just not say anything and just let the conversation die. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know? I was trying. The, the, the thing is, I was trying sometimes... I was trying to make the accent. I was trying to do things. I can do an accent like this and keep my French accent. But I'm trying. I want to improve. I really want to improve. I put energy on it. I put. Yeah. I put sweat. Literally, sometimes yeah. I want to to succeed in English. So even if I don't understand, I keep the conversation going. Yeah. I, I want. Okay, don't finish the conversation, please. Let's keep going. Yeah. But maybe I should say, I don't understand. But I don't want to block people because if I'm saying that, sometimes, you know, people. When people see that I'm not totally fluent in English, they they adapt the vocabulary, and yeah. I don't want that. So, no, man. Okay, what's it, happening is we're in a room. You know what a room is? <laughs> yeah, this okay. is kind of, they, I feel like a kid sometimes yeah. when I speak to English person. Yeah. So that's why I'm 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 keeping push it on my accent because I, if my accent is too Frenchy, mm-hmm. they they going to talk with me in in a way I feel really as a kid. Yeah. Or as a baby sometimes. Yeah, it's like, okay, so he's French. Look, there will be garlic soon, okay? <laughs> uh, we have coffee if you need it. Uh, there's a, there's a, is there a bakery near? There, don't worry, there's a bakery nearby. I want croissant au beurre, please. Yeah, so, okay. It's like, he's, it's French. Give, give him jelly. Can someone give, <laughs> give him some jelly, please? 
Um, okay. All right. So, uh, where, where are you from? Are you, are you, you're born in France. Yeah. Born in France. Spent 10 years in Switzerland. Yeah. Background. My mother from Iraq. Yeah. And my father from Tunisia. Okay. But I Do spent all the, 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 the most time of my time with my... The most time of my time? Well, it's, you've just created a new expression there. The most time of my time. <laughs> yeah, you're a rapper now. Yeah, I do a lot of rap, English rap. Yeah. This is my, my aim now is to do a, a rap single. Yeah. In English, of course. Okay. And uh, with my mother. The most of your time. The most of my time. Now uh, the most of my time. <laughs> uh, the time of my life. The yeah. most of my uh, yeah. most of my time to forget the lyrics of this song. Great! Well, Thank the you. improvisation. Thank you very much. Um, so you spent most of your time with your mom. Is that what you were saying? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Speaking in Arab. Arabic. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes I, I love to cut the words yeah. because t I want to put a suspense. It was in purpose. Okay. I speak Arab. Ek. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's much more exciting that, yeah. that way. It's like, uh, yes, I'll be going uh, on holiday to uh, Ing land. Land. Um, yeah, Ing land. <laughs> the land of Ing. I love, you know what? I love the. Um, you know, in my phone, I got a lot of. Um, You know, trailer music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for uh, for movie trailers. Yeah, the movie trailer. I love, I love that. And uh, I was, I'm a huge fan of uh, trailer music. I, I, I make you listen some of them, okay. and I, I love doing like the voice over like yeah. any music. I don't know. For example, uh, this one. I don't, I don't even know. You listening? Yeah. Sounds In a time where angels were real. One man has to kill to survive. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine a lot of movies. Give, give, me, one, give me one. Give me one. I want to do one. Okay, great. What Another one. Another give one. Give me a theme for the movie. Um, no, in fact, you have to improvise with the song. You, okay. you have to listen to the song okay. and uh, be <laughs> able to 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 do uh, to do. Okay. Oh my god. Wait, wait a moment. We are on it. I'm on it. I'm working okay, on it. Okay, no the music is coming. The music is coming. The I'm music just, is coming. I'm getting myself ready, prepared for improv. You, you want something romantic or action? Whatever, or? whatever. Romantic's good. Romantic? Yeah. He was a boy. She was a girl. He didn't know what to do with his underpants. She showed him. He became awkward. And that This was the awkward. end. <laughs> And that was the end of the beginning of this trilogy that will disappoint almost everybody who watches it. Watch The Underpant Diaries. Oh, your, your voice is so perfect. Diaries. Underpant Diaries. Wow, this is amazing. I've never used that voice. I want, you know, what, what can I do with that voice? There's so much that can be done. <laughs> yes. When you have a voice like this, almost everything you do sounds like a Hollywood movie. That's great. One day, no man, one day that will become that will come in useful. His voice become mine. I think I'm going to use it in my everyday life. I think when <laughs> great I, when I uh, order bread at the boulangerie, I think I'm going to use it in that voice. It sounds more impressive. Do you have no avez-vous uh, une baguette 
no, well, no. But wh- 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 how? I mean, how you, do I do it? Yeah, you have something. Do you smoke a lot or? Uh, uh no, no. Uh, I, I don't know. Do you smoke a lot? You see, I, I, I've never smoked a lot. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> have you ever smoked a lot? Uh, no, I'm willing to try if uh, if you've got. I've no idea. <laughs> I thought it was like an Arabic French uh, her- herb or something. Give me my lot. Where is my lot? It sounds like a sort of uh, medieval pipe. <laughs> This is exactly a medieval pipe. You're good in vocabulary. Yeah, let's share this load and make peace together. We can, we can play medieval music and pass around a load. And uh, yes, 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 yes. What, what were you saying? Oh, yeah. Uh, do I smoke a load? No. And I don't smoke a lot either. But uh, where does that voice come from? I've got no idea. I think it's just, you just have to try and make this, you constrict the back of your throat a bit. No, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to do anything with the back of my throat. No, it's probably wise to leave that to the specialists, I I would say. Um, So, all right. So your mom's from Iraq. Your dad's from Tunisia. You speak Arabic? Arabic? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I Gives a flavor. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Amasalika salam. Is that yeah, correct? Yeah, great, 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 great. Thank you very much. Oh my God. <laughs> you really went in the secret services of uh, your majesty. That's right. They thought, who can we send into the Middle East to solve the peace process in, a, in, Luke in a clandestine way? He was a man. He was an Englishman. He was the wrong man for the job. Johnny English. That's right. Real. They thought, who who could we send into the Middle East or to the Arabic-speaking world who would not, you know, stand out at all? Let's send <laughs> Luke because he's, you know, got the right skin tone. Uh, <laughs> I've never been on any. The sun will be perfect with you. Yeah. Um, uh, have you spent time in in Iraq? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I spent some time, man. The I was a kid, and uh, the only thing I can remember, one of the only things I can remember is the, the warm. It was hot, but hot. I mean, you can imagine how even the flies are like this when they're like, <laughs> you, 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 can, you can kill a fly in slow motion. Yeah. She, she just see your hand coming, say, oh, okay, I don't care. Let's die. Let's die. <laughs> wow. the, the, the laziest flies in the world are, are in Iraq. Really, yeah. I mean, they, they don't want to fly. It's too warm, and yeah. they're just like, oh, shit. I uh, will just stay here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do people say when you tell them that you're Iraqi or that you're from Iraq or something? Uh, they literally think, it's l- when I say, hi, I'm Iraqi, it's like saying I'm sick. Yeah. Oh, poor guy. Poor guy. Oh, I'm really sorry. Um, yeah. Can we, I get you anything? Mm, mm, yeah, something like this. Uh-huh. All right. It's okay. weird to say that. But you're also, you spent a lot of time in Switzerland too. So if you tell people that you're from Switzerland, what's the reaction there? Uh, I immediately come back and saying, I'm just like you. I'm from, uh, I have more money and that's it. Um, <laughs> but I'm like you. We are the same. We are brother. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? When you tell someone where you come from, immediately they, they, they paint a picture of you. They judge you. Yeah. You have to say, if try this. Uh, you talk to a guy, yeah. and uh, he, he immediately wants to say where are you from, what you're doing for a living, yeah. and try to don't answer this question. Okay, he will be lost. Yeah. He, uh, okay. He, <laughs> he he just doesn't know with who he's dealing. So yeah. they want to know. They they, they don't. It's, it's hard to take the person 
simply. It's like dealing with uh, like the French administration service. It's like, <laughs> I'm afraid uh, you didn't answer the question about uh, your origin, therefore this conversation has been terminated. Yeah, yeah. Um, please, uh, <laughs> please, please log into the impenetrable French admin system online where you won't understand anything. Thank is you. Hard, is it hard as, uh, as an English guy to, to, to deal with the French administration? Yeah, because I don't understand any of it. Um, I mean, yeah. okay, I do understand some of it, but uh, I think it's easier for an English guy than an Arabic guy who doesn't understand anything. Oh yeah, because you're more like an expat, and an Arab, an Arabic guy is more like an Arabian Arab, Arabic person, an Arab, an Arabic guy. That's okay. fine. So yeah. an English, an English guy is more an expat, and an Arabic guy is seeing like more an immigrant. Yeah, it's true. It's totally it? different yeah. treatment. I'm an expat. You're an immigrant. Yeah. 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 Even if I uh, my even if I'm more French than you, yeah. I'm an immigrant and yeah. you're an expat. Yeah, that's right, isn't it's it? It's more classy to be an expat. Yeah. How do you qualify as an expat? You have to be have to be just white. I think it's about uh, not only white. It's about to uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, wi- it's white. Yeah, it's white. <laughs> I suppose it depends on which country you're coming from and the conditions. In it. Oh dear. Even if you're from the United States, I think if you're a white guy from the United States in France, you're an expat. But if you're a black guy from the United States, you are an immigrant. <laughs> <laughs> Double immigrant or yeah. something, I suppose. As far as some people are concerned, no, it's complicated. I realise that uh, we don't have a lot of time. No man, it's been really great to talk to you. I, um, and I am sorry about all the listeners who. Imp- think they improve their English with me because it's not the case. Just <laughs> really uh, don't try to imitate me or uh, use the vocabulary I used because it's not correct for the English. You'll be understandable, but it's not correct. But I mean, you're, you're, you're sort of being modest perhaps, but uh, maybe, yeah, maybe you made a few mistakes. But I think that um, there, there is something to be learnt from your example, don't you think? You're, you may not have got to like the the level of English that you're that you're going to get to eventually, but uh, I think you, you know just the fact that you're confidently uh, engaged in the process and that you're going out there, you're actually using your English. While you're talking, like Reverend Thompson, thank you, <laughs> <laughs> Rev Thompson, you the, were uh, you were inspiring me. And <laughs> the um, our, yeah. our, our nah, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, I because think, it I think keeps me, it giving me the the strength to improve my English again yeah. and to to keep. Um, I will keep it real, man. Yeah. Okay. And uh, if you have any more problems or issues, don't hesitate to to contact the helpline. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, so uh, I give right now the phone number of Luke Thompson. It's uh, <laughs> plus thirty three six something. I don't remember. Um, seriously, no man. Uh, I, I wish you all the very very best. Um, you started doing some viral videos uh, last week. You started doing these little videos on on Vine and on Instagram. Many of them are sort of they, they don't involve any talking so they're kind of uh i wouldn't say silent films but you know films that don't have a lot of speaking in them so it's visual humor yeah you started a week ago yeah you can follow me in instagram vine all this kind of uh, videos and uh, i invite you if you now if you're listening just to this point go to see my website please it's noman.ch n-o-m-a-n.ch yeah uh, I mean, why are you listening to this podcast to the end and not going to the website? I mean, there's no point on that. So go to see my website. I think if people have listened all the way to this point, then they're committed enough 
to yeah. go to the website. But the the thing is that uh, you, you started last week with not very many followers, and already within seven days of posting little funny videos, yeah, you're already five hundred followers just by posting small videos. I'm very happy for uh, all the support of the people who supports me, and uh, they keeps me doing. All, they keep me doing. Yeah all these videos and uh, I really enjoyed doing this it uh, it makes me happy to do yeah. videos every day really yeah and now internet we don't need any more TV and things like this yeah. so we can just uh, unleash our creativity and uh, creativity that's it creativity in America Crea- creativity Cre- opportunity it's uh, majority the T became re majority yeah. and in English the, they just drop the T majority <laughs> Depends on what kind of English person. Majority. Yeah, the, ma- the f- what? majority. Majority. Of, uh, I can't remember the other Oppor- words. Opportunity. Opportunity. Or the majority, the opportunity, and the... Uh, United States. Y- <laughs> <laughs> well, Doesn't work. United, United States. United States. <laughs> United States. United, yeah, yeah, we're going to go to the uh, United States on holiday. It's better for me if I'm doing like that. It's more easier. It's easier if I'm just... Just... Uh, you know, it's not in depth. All the vowels. <laughs> you know, you have to have consonants in there w- as well. You're very scary right now. Am I? With, with his voice. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, man. You, you, you must remember to use consonants. Um, if you don't, then... Um, you will be terminated, okay? Uh, is that the, a kind of a... You know, now, after this interview with you, the most the most incredible thing, and I still don't know if it's a joke, is that you are a teacher at the university. Yeah. <laughs> still can't believe it. <laughs> now, you're too, too cool to be that. Uh, I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm just trying to... I, I can imagine you with a... No, you you are exactly for me. I'm I'm seeing you as uh, the Robin Williams character in the, you know, just sees a life with another angle like this. <laughs> Seize the day, carpe diem. Carpe yeah, diem. that's right. At the end of most of my my classes, uh, all the students are standing on the desks. Yeah, in and smoking in, weed and uh, yeah, they're all revolting against the uh, the establishment. Yeah, yeah, man. Okay, well, that was. This some is your. Uh, your English Margaret Thatcher and everything that you have in your uh, in your uh, background that yeah. gives you that. Yeah, it just gives me the power. To, well, to I'm so it. impressed by myself. I keep this conversation in English and uh, wow. Well, well done, no man. And and Thank I, you. I don't mean to sound patronising. I really don't. Uh, it's just it just comes out that way. Um, but it's been great fun to have you on the show. It, it was a fun, a blasty blast. Yeah, excellent. All right. Well, uh, see you soon. In fact, I'll see you now because, uh, you know... We are going to another radio show in French. We're going to go and go on to a French radio station. Exactly. No man... No man... No man... No man... I want to pee. You see, this is why I'm standing up and I'm dancing. No man needs to pee. (laughs) Go ahead and urinate. Not here. I mean, you can go ahead into the toilet and urinate. Okay. Um, Where are the toilets? Just there next to the front door. Okay. That's it for this episode. Thanks for it. And uh, no man ends his dispatch from the toilet. He's now going to go and do what is necessary. Human nature is going to go and answer the call of nature. And that's the end of this episode. Thanks very much for listening. Speak to you again soon. Bye, 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 bye. So that was my conversation with No Man Hosni. I hope that you found it uh, sort of engaging and enjoyable to listen to. Don't forget you can visit uh, No Man's website to see some of his videos and things. 
that's noman.ch, N-O-M-A-N dot C-H. Right then, so error correction and language feedback. As I said at the top of this episode, with no man's permission, here are some language errors that he made in the interview with corrections from me. All right. Now I've 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 pretty much written down every single error that, that he made. I've probably missed a couple of things, but I tried to be as vigilant as I could while listening to this because I know that my listeners like to pay attention to, you know, the language. So I've tried to be um, as as careful as possible, I've tried to note down uh, pretty much every ep- every error that I I uh, heard. Okay, now this might seem like a lot of errors. I've got a list of uh, thirty three individual things here. Now that might seem like a lot of errors, but really it's not that much because if you compare it to the number of good things and correct things that he said in our conversation, it's not very much at all. The ratio of like errors to, you know, correct language is clearly is clearly in favour of the correct language. If I wrote down all of the correct stuff, you know, we'd be here all day, wouldn't we? Uh, so what I'm trying to say is that um, considering the length of the conversation we had and all of the, num- the, 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 the correct things he said, this isn't really that many errors, but I'm going to go through them anyway. You can see a list of these things written on uh, the web page for this episode, episode 210. Uh, and let's get started, all right? I'm going to try and keep this brief because I realise that the podcast uh, is is already into its 50th minute at least. So um, here we go. He said, I can, smell the, I can smell the saliva of a lot of people. Now, saliva, he said, it's actually pronounced saliva, okay? Saliva. All right, you know what that is, don't you? Saliva is the sort of, you know, uh, spit, uh, liquid stuff that you have in your mouth. It's just in there naturally. It keeps your mouth wet. That's saliva. Sometimes when you speak, you know, when actors speak, you can see bits of saliva coming out of their mouth. It's a bit disgusting. Uh, but there it is. He, no man started by talking about how he could smell look, the saliva of a lot of people who've spoken into the uh, microphone of Luke's English podcast. Don't worry, I, I keep my uh, I keep my microphones clean. I, I certainly will do now. Um, anyway, so it's not saliva, but saliva. Okay, saliva. All right. Number two, uh, he said, "What I said before is on the record." Okay, it's record, the way he pronounced the word record. He said record. It's actually pronounced record. On the record. If something is on the record, it means it's it's been recorded somehow. Sometimes we say off the record, meaning... Um, I'm going to say something. If if you say something that's off the record, it means you're saying something that shouldn't be recorded, something um, exclusive, something uh, um, kind of secret, confidential. If you say something off the record, then it's it's something confidential. Anyway, the the way it's pronounced is record on the record. So the record is the noun. Now we do have a verb as well. Like if you want to. Um, you know, uh, capture video or capture audio, you would record it. So listen to the different word stress. The noun is on the record, and then the verb is, I'm going to record another podcast, okay? Record, and I'm going to record another podcast. No man said record, uh, which, sorry, mate, it's just not correct. Um, But we're learning, aren't we? Yes, we are. Okay, Um, you may have noticed every now and then, uh, he sort of slipped away from past simple tense. He was telling a story saying, he say this and I say that. It should be, he said this and I said that. So that's just habit, isn't it? It's just a habit. 
um, it, it's I think that um, uh, when you're learning English, you begin with the sort of present tense. You begin by getting used to saying verbs in the present tense. It becomes a habit, uh, but you've got to add in to your um, subconscious the ability to sort of put verbs in the past tense as well. So he said this and I said that. What you can do maybe, and I'm talking to everybody here who's listening to this, uh, when I'm going through these errors, these these are not exclusive errors to no man. These are errors that many, many, many people make. Okay, so what you can do is, is when I've corrected stuff, I might give you a chance to repeat some things after me. And it's quite good as just a little bit of habit forming that you just repeat uh, the corrections after me. It's good for your muscle memory. You know what I mean? Like um, your, uh, when you pronounce things, sure, it's your, it's your mind, your active knowledge of grammar telling your mouth to do something. But sometimes uh, your mouth will just sort of automatically say uh, or pronounce things in a certain way just because the muscles are used to, to making those noises. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, you make sounds, you, you pronounce words and sentences using muscles in your mouth, uh, your tongue, your jaw, and all that kind of thing. Obviously, it's your brain telling your mouth to do it, but at the same time, sometimes it's easy, it's just a habit to say things in a certain way. So, uh, by repeating th- uh, my corrections a few times, at least you're giving your mouth and the muscles around your mouth uh, a chance to remember those shapes and those movements. You know, it's like training sport, it's like training f- to play tennis or something. You practice your f- your backhand again and again and again until it's a natural movement you know it's muscle memory and speaking english is actually a question of muscles and physical activity so repeat after me he said he said this and i said that he said this and i said that he said this so not he say this and i say that he said this and i said that okay Every now and then, uh, in this language feedback, I'll give you a chance to repeat some things after me, all right? Just for muscle memory. Um, Okay, so number four, he said, from downstairs, it don't look so high. I see the balcony so high. Right, now the correction would be, from downstairs, it didn't look so high. I saw that the balcony was really high. Okay, so just repeat that. From downstairs, it didn't look so high. It didn't look so high. Just the didn't, okay? It didn't look. Now, the T is dropped as a way of linking it with look. It didn't look so high. Can you hear that? Didn't didn't look. Didn't look. It's not didn't look because that's not connected. It's didn't look. But there is a kind of thing. It didn't look so high. From downstairs, it didn't look so high. Didn't. Yeah. I saw the balcony... I saw that the balcony was really high. The balcony was really high. Here was, that's was. The balcony was really high. Was, was really high. Say that, was really high. The balcony was really high. From downstairs, it didn't look so high. But then I saw that the balcony was really high. Okay, number five. uh, You're not in the good podcast right now. And, um... Okay, so that would be corrected as, you're not listening to the right podcast right now. You're not listening to the right podcast right now. Now, of course, I disagree with that sentence because you're always listening to the right podcast when you're listening to Luke's English podcast. Uh, Number six, if you broke your leg, just stay down. If you broke your leg, just stay down. So here, 
He's saying what a friend told him. So it's like direct speech. Um, so it should be in the present tense because in that you know it's direct speech in the present tense. If you and it, so it should be if you break your leg, just stay down. If you break your leg, just stay down. Right? Okay. It's a first conditional. Um, number seven. It went good. Well, it should be it went well. Technically, it went well, not it went good. Although saying it went good is kind of okay in American English. So that brings up a question, doesn't it? Is it wrong or right to say it went good? That's a good question for a debate. Now, because I'm, you know, teaching a British English, because I'm teaching a British English, uh, I, I, I would say it went well. All right, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it went good is like some horrible crime that you should never be forgiven for. No, unless you ask certain snobbish people. But uh, I would say it went well. Okay, right. Uh, not it went good. Number eight, one of my first gig, one of my first gig, one of my first gigs. Okay, um, one of is followed by plural, isn't it? Every time. One of my first gigs, one of the first times that I did that. That's one of my best experiences ever. One of the first times. Yes, one of is, is followed by plural. Okay, get into the habit. One of my first, it was one of my first gigs. Okay. All right. Um, now, number nine. I was trying to put a lot of energy to remove my French accent. Right, here's a phrase with the word energy. And it's not put a lot of energy to do something, but it's put a lot of energy into doing something. It's quite a common expression. I was trying to put a lot of energy into removing my French accent. Okay. I was trying to put a lot of energy into removing my accent. I was trying to put a lot of energy into removing my accent. So to put a lot of energy into doing something. All right. Think about what do you put a lot of energy into? I put a lot of energy into my work. I put a lot of energy into uh, trying to improve my English, you might say. I put a lot of energy into producing episodes of the award-winning Luke's English podcast. Yes, okay. I'm going to stop talking about the awards. Uh, I haven't talked about my award uh, wins for a while, have I? No, I've been quite good uh, on that. I just dropped the ball just then, though, didn't I? Um, anyway, anyway, anyway. Number 10. He said, if I do a lot of mistakes, okay, common error, very common. You don't do mistakes, you make mistakes. So it should be, I make a lot of mistakes, which is quite an ironic mistake to make. I think you will agree. Uh, number 11. I write everything and I've learned it to make sure that there are no mistakes in my English. So I think he's talking about one particular uh, time in the past. So it would be, I wrote everything down. Because not only do we say, I wrote everything, but you also say the phrase, write down. So I wrote everything down and I learned it. I learned it. I learned it. Now you can say it in both ways. I learned it or I learned it. So it's either t or d. And in fact, uh, the past form of learn can be spelt with a T at the end or with an ED at the end. It's both, both are correct. Anyway, I wrote everything down and I learnt it to make sure that there were no mistakes in my English. Okay, all right. I wrote everything down and I learnt it to make sure that there were no mistakes in my English. So that's just fixing the tenses that he was using there to talk about the past, sticking everything in past tense. Can you repeat that? I wrote everything down and I learnt it to make sure that there were no mistakes in my English. Make sure that there were no mistakes in my English. You don't have to say that in the middle of that. 
Okay. Number 12. Don't tell to the crowd that I'm French. Don't tell to the crowd that I'm French. Now, uh, after tell, you don't need to. It's j you can just say, don't tell the crowd that I'm French. Don't tell the crowd that I'm French. Okay, fine. Um, number 13. Here's a classic error. Uh, he said me, he said me that, and I said, I fail. All right. And so this is the, the old error of say and tell. Okay, now we've just had the fact you don't need to say tell to. You can just say tell someone something. But there's a common error around the word said as well. So you don't say, he said me that. It's, he told me that. Or he said that to me. Okay? He said, say something to someone and tell someone something. Okay? So not, he said me that, but he told me that. And I said, I failed. Okay. All right. Um, fine. So he, 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 tell, he told me that and I said something. All right. Um, number 14. I was not raised by an English person who got an accent. So, should be, I was not raised by an English person who had an accent. Okay, so this really is a question of, um, like, have and got. Okay, now, in the present tense, we can say, I have an accent. So, just have. You can also say, I have got an accent, or I've got an accent. All right, I've got an accent, and I have an accent, the same thing. But in the past, we don't use have got for, possessive, for, for possession. We don't use have got for possession in the past. So uh, I had an accent, but not I had got an accent or I got an accent. No. So just stick with have on its own, in this case, had for the past. All right. Are you, are you paying attention to this, ladies and gents? I know this is fascinating stuff. All the differences between have and had and got and have got and all that stuff. Oh, wow. It doesn't get much better than this. You hear the sarcasm? Can you hear, can you hear it? Um, right, so let's move on. Number 15, some terms are confusing. It's plural. Some terms are confusing. Some terms are confusing. Can you repeat that? Some terms are confusing. Hear the way I say are? It becomes like uh. And the way that the S at the end of terms links up with, with, with the uh, reduced form of are. Some terms are confusing. Z. Some, some terms are confusing. Mm-hmm. Number 16. There's some term that doesn't exist in the dictionary. It should be. There are some terms that don't exist in the dictionary. There are some terms that don't exist in the dictionary. There are some terms that don't exist in the dictionary. I say dictionary. You could say dictionary if you wanted to. Um, number 17. You have to masterize all the tools. Now, we talked about this one. And masterize isn't the right word. Although I quite enjoyed that word, but it's not correct. You have to master all the tools. So to be a master, so master is a noun there, to be a master. And master is also uh, a verb, to master something. All right? You have to master all the tools. Fine. Number 18. It's the first time I went to London to do a gig in English. So here, no man was talking about... Um, a story about when he spoke to a taxi driver in London and he was providing a bit of background context for that event. So he should have used past perfect. Um, it was the first time I had been to London uh, to do a gig in English. It was the first time I'd been to London. I'd been. It's the f it was the first time I'd been to London to do a gig in English. 
okay? So I, I spoke to a taxi driver, and, well, it was the first time I'd been to London to do a gig in English. Can you repeat that? It was the first time I'd been to London. It was the first time I'd been to London. All right. So it was the first time I'd been to London, so I wasn't used to speaking to taxi drivers, for example. All right. Number 19. He seems to be not very agree with me. He seems to be not very agree with me. This is, uh, I think, an influence from French, and it's the same with many other languages, like Portuguese, for example, um, that with the with the word agree, in, in those sort of Latin languages, you use the verb be. So it's be agree, like he seems to be agree with me. Well, no, not in English. He didn't seem to agree with me. So agree is just a verb, just like any other verb, and it, we use do and, and um, uh, don't, didn't, and so on. Do is the auxiliary verb that we use with, with agree. So he didn't seem to agree with me. Not he uh, wasn't seem to agree with me or he seemed not to agree with me. He didn't, seem, he didn't seem to agree with me. You could say he seemed not to agree with me as well. But not be. Don't use be. Okay, remember that. It's not I am agree. It's just I agree. And it's not we are not agree, but we don't agree. Okay. Uh, number 21. No, this is number 20. I've, I've messed up the, the numbering. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. This should be number 20. It's actually number 21. Who cares? When I realize I don't want to correct him. And it should just be when I realized I didn't want to correct him. Okay, which is just uh, a slip with uh, past tense. So repeat that again, just for habit. When I realized I didn't want to correct him. When I realized I didn't want to correct him. Okay. Like when I realized that he'd misunderstood me, I just carried on. I didn't want to correct him. When I realized that he'd uh, when I realized that he'd misunderstood me, I just didn't want to correct him. Okay. Number 22. He she thought I'm British. I don't want to embarrass her. Again, no man, it's all in the past. You know, you know. She thought I was British. I didn't want to embarrass her. Okay. Um I love that story. She thought she thought the French women thought that he was English and he pretended to speak with an English accent just because he didn't want to embarrass them. Just brilliant. Um, it really is the stuff of like sitcom magic. It's brilliant. Uh, number 23. We are in Paris, actually, but maybe you'll listen to this in two years and maybe we will not. So he meant we're in Paris at the moment. So actually, in English, actually just means in fact right? In actual fact. Um, it's not related to time. So, um, we're in Paris at the moment or currently, you could say. not. So, actually doesn't mean now in English. Actually means um, in fact. And we would use at the moment or currently, okay? So, we're, we're in Paris at the moment, but maybe you'll listen to this in two years and then maybe we won't be meaning maybe we will be somewhere else. So you'll listen to this in two years and then maybe we won't be. Okay, we're in Paris at the moment, but maybe you'll listen to this in two years and then maybe we won't be. Okay, you hear this, the, the contrastive stress? We're in Paris at the moment, but maybe you'll listen to this in two years and then maybe we won't be, meaning maybe we won't be in Paris. All right, number 24. Two years ago, I can't imagine that I have this conversation with you. And that should be two years ago. I couldn't have imagined that I would be having this conversation with you now.
Two years ago, I couldn't have imagined that I'd be having this conversation with you now. That's worth repeating. Let's do it. Two years ago, I couldn't have imagined that I'd be having this conversation with you now. Two years ago, I couldn't have imagined that I'd be having this conversation with you now. It's amazing. Can you say it as one chunk? Ready? Two years ago, I couldn't have imagined that I'd be having this conversation with you now. Go. Very good. Okay, number 25. I keep talking about another subject. So it should be in the past. And it's, I kept talking about another subject. I kept talking. Keep and kept. Kept in the past. Keep is a good word because as no man used it, keep doing something, meaning doing something again and again. Uh, but remember in the past, it's kept, kept with it at the end. I kept talking about another subject or I kept changing the subject. I kept changing the subject. Now, is the T elided? I kept talking about something else. I suppose it is. The T disappears a little bit. I kept talking. I kept talking. I kept talking. I kept talking. See the way they link the T at the end of kept sort of disappears because of the next T in talking. I kept talking. Mm-hmm. I kept changing the subject. But it's definitely kept, isn't it? It's not keep. I kept changing the subject. Or I kept changing the subject. Either. The connected speech version, I kept changing the subject. The unconnected version, I kept changing the subject. All right. Number 26. English crowd are more easy to laugh. And it should be English audiences or English crowds. English audiences laugh more easily. Or it's easier to make English audiences laugh. It's easier to make English audiences laugh. Or English audiences laugh more easily. Okay. And here we have the classic... Uh, I'm agree mistake. He said, I'm agree. I'm impressed. So it should be, I agree. I'm impressed. All right. Uh, number 28. Every time someone kill people. So it should be every time someone kills people. Every time someone kills people. So it's just the, the S on kill. Every time someone kills people. Yeah. We, we were talking about what, what were we talking about there? We were talking about the movie Goodfellas, which is a Martin Scorsese film about it, Italian-American gangsters starring Robert De Niro. You, you, you know, Robert De Niro. And, uh, and apparently in French, the name of that movie, Goodfellas, is Les Affranchis. And I was surprised because there's a restaurant directly opposite my apartment, uh, my flat here, which is called Les Affranchis. And I thought, oh my God, are they like gangsters? They seem very nice. Anyway, uh, number 29, he said, I put energy on it. Remember from earlier on the phrase with energy? You don't put energy on it, you put energy into it. That's right. I put a lot of energy into it. Okay. When I speak to English person, when I speak to English people, all right, there's a slip. I'm sure he knows that. Number 31. I'm keeping push it on my accent. Um, I'm putting pressure on my accent or I keep pushing my accent. I think that's the one. I keep pushing my accent. Uh, he said number 32. It was in purpose, meaning he intended to do it. But it's not in purpose. It is, ladies and gentlemen. It was on purpose. I did it on purpose. It was on purpose, meaning 
I intended to do it. It wasn't uh, a mistake or an accident. I did it on purpose. Number 33, one of the only things I could remember was the warm. So here he's talking about Iraq. Now, when you heard him talking about Iraq, I said, how is it in Iraq? Um, And he said, one of the only things I could remember was the warm. I wonder how many of you out there thought he said, one of the only things I could remember was the war. I wonder if you thought that. Uh, But no, that's not what he said. He said, the warm. But he should have said, one of the only things I could remember was the heat heat so and you're talking about climate in a very hot country you say it's you know um i could i you know i remember the heat or there's so much heat here the heat is really oppressive there's a lot of heat here not a lot of warm warmth warmth is the noun for warm but you wouldn't use warmth to talk about like difficult weather You'd use warmth is really positive. You'd say, oh, you know, I love being in bed. You know, the warmth on a Sunday morning. It's lovely to just snuggle up in bed with all that warmth under the sheets. No, snuggle up in bed with all the heat under the sheets. That has a different uh, uh, um, suggestion, doesn't it? Heat under the sheets is more like a sort of sexual thing. Anyway, heat outside. Yes, when the sun is shining on a very hot day, there's a lot of heat and when you are drinking a nice cup of tea indoors in a, on a winter's day in front of the fire, there's a lot of warmth. Yes. Okay, that is it for this episode of the podcast. I realised that it's, uh, it's reached its um, time limit. Thanks again for listening. And um, remember that you'll be able to hear all of those uh, competition entries uh, very soon. I'm going to put them all together in a series of podcasts. You'll be able to listen to them and then vote for your favourites That's coming up very soon. But for this episode, for now, it's time for me to say goodbye. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar and pronunciation teaching from me and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription, you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.